Well, good morning, Potential Church. How are we doing today? You guys doing all right? So good to have you guys here at Potential Church. Welcome. And by the way, before we go on, the video you just saw, our vlogcast 100, it's in the back of your outline, reminding, set your calendars, be reminded, we're going to have a party on June 11th at 4.30 p.m. TroyGrambling.com, it's live. It's going to be streamed live on YouTube. It's going to be streamed live everywhere. We're counting up. Hopefully you've been following our pastor on, on his vlog. It's been 100 episodes. He shoots and edits these. It's a great way to connect, get a behind the scenes. And that day, 100 guests, 100 prizes. We're going to have 100 jelly beans, 100 push-ups, 100 puzzles, 100, 100 minutes of fun. Trust me, you're going to want to tune in, and it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. June 11th, 4.30 p.m. Sound good? TroyGrambling.com. With me? Yes? Awesome, awesome. Did you guys get your coffee today? Yeah? Check the okay, it rained yesterday. Today, we're gonna listen. It's an honor to be with you this weekend. My name's Eridus. That's how you pronounce that weird name, in case you're wondering. It's like Herides, Herides. Here, I've gotten everything growing up, by the way. So, as long as it's not like Hercules or uterus, I'm good with anything. I'm good with anything. But middle school was middle school was rough. But it's an honor, honor to be teaching today and um, been on the team here at Potential Church from Flamingo Road Church Days for 12 years now. Been on staff here and it's been a blessing. It's been a true joy and uh, kind of an honor to be here on this stage. And for those of you, maybe you've seen my wife or my kids running around. This is a picture of the Ribeiro tribe, the Ribeiros. Yes, you give it up. She's my better half. Been married for almost 14, 15 years. I think I got to check my math on that later. But, um, and three boys. I got Levi who's five. Phoenix, who's almost three, and Gideon, who is um, not even one year old yet and keeps us up at night. And they're truly a blessing. And, uh, and the truth is, I don't teach on this stage often. And what happens is, you know, I, get to, I work behind the scenes with our creative team, marketing, advertising, music, communications, video, all that stuff. Um, I do teach often sometimes, though, in my home country, in Brazil or in South America. And the reason I get away with that, and shh, don't tell Pastor Troy this, is that I basically just take his messages and I translate it into Portuguese. And they think I'm awesome. So it works. It works there. I've gotten away with that. And, uh, but here it wouldn't, wouldn't cut it because you guys would pick up on it too quick. Um, but it's such an honor. You know, our family here and seeing my kids grow here, you know, we're, and myself and my wife, we're truly a fruit of our, our pastor's leadership and their, 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 their belief in us and opportunity they've given us to lead and to reach our world, to partner uh, with you guys to reach your God potential. So I'm grateful. Thank you, Pastor Troy, Pastor Steph, for the opportunity. I know they love you. I know when they're not here, they're thinking about you, praying for you, and how you can also reach your God potential. Can we give our pastors a round of applause and thank them? We love you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And you may be wondering, right? So you came, it's like, did I come to a musical today? What is this? Looks so pretty. What? And what? What? How is this guy on this stage qualified to talk to me about music? He wasn't out here singing with the praise team. He, I've never seen him play an instrument. How? What? What's going on here? How? Indulge me a little bit. We're gonna take a little journey back. Some of you may not know this, but 12 years ago, when I first started on staff here, I actually started as a worship leader at one of our campuses, started by singing. So if you would humor me and indulge me in a quick minute journey through time, I want to show you how music has been a part of my life. So check this out. This is actually some early days of Potential Church back when it was Flamingo Road. I know you're thinking right off the bat, where did the hair go? I know, I know. So we'll talk about that later. This is me singing to my wife at our wedding. This is a salsa merengue band we had. This is me playing the marimba at high school marching band. This is middle school jazz band, all about that guitar. This is the middle school symphony. I play the timpani, banging them in the back there. This is one of my favorite photos. My brother, my sister, and myself, we were the praise team for my dad's church. 
This is me playing at church back when we had pews still. We didn't have chairs, we had pews, and I was playing hard. Never afraid of the mic, little soul. This is me actually, they picked the Brazilian boy to be Yankee Doodle um, in the elementary play, and then made me dance a little bit too, but we won't talk about that today. Modeling at an early age, sponsored by the little guitar there, whatever that is. <laughs> and um, this is my dad actually, teaching me how to play the drums at an early, early age, chubby little Eridus. And then my dad probably regretting that he taught me to play the drums because I would never stop. And finally, one of my favorite pictures, my dad in the middle and my mom all the way to the right singing in their praise team at church almost 40 years ago, right before they had me. So thank you for indulging me in the journey. It's been a part of my life. Music has been embedded in a part of my life. And I know one way or another, it's probably been a part of your life. And that's what we're going to discuss today. We're just going to dive into the role of music because music is a powerful tool. Music is a, it makes us feel things. It takes us back to places, to memories. And in our short time together today, we're going to talk about the power of music and the gift of music. See, the Bible talks about music. Check this out. 1,150 times music is referenced in the Bible. And we, we could spend the day, we can spend a whole conference talking about the power of music to drive out evil spirits or the power of music through healing and how God used music in, 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 to, to conquer cities and to take on so many ways. We're going to start here. If you open your outline, you can pull that out. You can download it on our app. All the notes are there for you as well. If you're watching online, follow along on the tab here. But Psalm 98 verse 4. Psalm 98, verse 4. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, and burst into jubilant song with what? With music. Next verse in your outline, Ephesians 5, 19, in the New Testament, says, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. And today's message will be a, a very simple one. One, because music has a very simple application. Unless you're a prodigy musician and you're here today and, and you're a just, this may not be for you. But for the rest of us, music is going to have a simple application in our lives. But can also have a significant implication in the outcome. And the question I'm going to ask today is how are we leveraging music? How are we using this tool in our lives? Are we letting music play us, or are we playing music to our advantage? And specifically to this, okay, you know that our mission statement here is to partner with people to reach your God potential. If you're visiting with us today, you're like, potential church, what, did they not come up with a name? Are they still going to be a church one day? What's going on with that? It's part of our mission, partner with people to reach your God potential, to impact our world for good. You've heard our pastors say, you've seen it on our shirts, it's on our swag, it's on the walls. That's why we exist. So my main question today, well, I'm going to keep repeating and coming back to this, and you can fill this out in your outline, is how am I leveraging music to reach my God potential? How am I leveraging music to reach my God potential? So what I thought I'd do today, some of you may never not expected this today, but I thought we'd record a song today together, right here, right now. Like we're all going to be recording artists. How does that sound to you? Is that Okay. Yes? Okay. My mom's excited in the back. That's cool. Thank you, mom. Anyway, hey, so we're going to start here with the foundation of music, which are the drums. Now, I got a drum machine right here, which really replicates everything that that drum set in the corner does. Modern music, they just kind of put it in a little box, makes it mobile, makes it easy. So clap along. This is the rhythmic foundation. Without drums, without that rhythm, without that beat, there's chaos, 
People don't know what to do, where to go, how to sing. We all, we all look for the beat so we can clap along. So let's participate right here, all of our campuses. We got mics everywhere. So Pensacola, Hollandale, Bahamas, Peru, online. Even if you're, if you're driving, don't do this, okay? Don't do it. But everybody else, let's clap along. Sound good? You guys are too kind. Very good. You guys are fantastic. You're clapping right on beat. And listen, it's the foundation of music. It's that beat. It makes you, you kind of get the groove. You start bouncing your head. You start tapping your foot. It brings order. Without rehearsing, without coming together earlier, we all clap at the same time because it brings that order. And it's the foundation of music and part of the foundation of what we're going to talk about today. And write this down as our first point because music is a priceless gift. Music is a priceless gift. Say, what are you, what are you talking about, Pastor? What, what, what do you mean priceless gift? I get it. Music is cool, whatever, you know. I, but have you thought about before there were instruments, before there were drums, before there were guitars? We were clapping. We were singing already. Where, where did we learn that from? Maybe from the birds? The birds knew how to sing way before us. They, they were whistling, singing along. And I love the glimpse that God gives us on, on, really, on, on the start of music and the beauty of music. If you turn with me. To Job chapter 38. It's in your outline as well. Fantastic book of wisdom. It's one of the book of wisdom between Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. But Job is right before the Psalms at the beginning of your Bible. It's in your outline. And you can study it further. But here, here God is challenging Job. Towards the end of the book, God is challenging Job. And you can kind of hear God's tone here talking to Job. Kind of putting him in check. Putting him in place. Hey, remember who you're talking to here. The almighty God. But what I love about this passage specifically is the glimpse into the music. And to the beauty of music and how it was at play way before we may even think. Check this out. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? He's talking to Job. Tell me. Do you understand, Job? Who marked off its dimension? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? And on what were its footing set? Or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. What God is saying here is that before mankind even laid foot on this planet, before creation of mankind, there was music. The stars were singing. The angels were praising. It's embedded into the fabric of who God is, created by him. And it's a priceless, priceless gift to us. And you, you still may be asking, okay, that's, that's cool and all. I get that. But you understand its power. Have you ever had a connection with a song? When you're having a bad day, maybe the morning, and all you need is just to crank that vinyl, drop the needle, and sit back. And that song just does it for you, doesn't it? And I don't know what's about this song specifically. One of my favorites, called Let There Be Love. If it's that bass line or the strings that just kicked in, that can lift you, that can just kind of hit you right here, that can change the room. One of the greatest voices of all time, the great Nat King Cole. Let's enjoy it for just a second. Let there be you. Come on. Isn't it? It's Let a powerful, it's a powerful, powerful gift. It's a priceless gift. And I know maybe you have your song. Maybe song takes you back to the summer of 1979 or, what, or wherever that place was or that first kiss and you remember. 
But music is a priceless gift. And in preparation for today, we're going to dive into what the scripture has to say and how we can apply this into our lives. So stay with me because it's very simple. But I was blown away by some of the research and some of the statistics in the power of music in our brains and in our bodies. And I could spend the whole weekend throw a conference about that alone. And there are conferences about that specific topic. But here are just some of the studies and some of the results. So listen up. It's not in your notes, so pay attention with me here. Music, just by listening to music, releases serotonin to your brain. Serotonin is what gives you the feeling of euphoria and contentment. When we sing, when we verbalize, when we sing, it releases endorphins, which alleviates pain. So drop, drop the aspirin. Just kind of sing a little bit more. When we are around people singing, this is when you're not even singing along, just around, our brain is bathed in dopamine, which produces a feeling of pleasure and alertness. When we join in, when we actually sing and jump in along, it releases oxytocin, which is what manages our stress levels and enhances feelings of trust and bonding. That's why we hold hands around the tree and sing kumbaya, right? Just to bond, feel the trust. Music can release prolactin. Check this out. Prolactin gives us a tranquilizing and comforting effect. Note this. Prolactin is the same chemical released by mothers when they nurse. Or when you cry and you feel comforted by a song, that's prolactin in your body. And finally, it can lower cortisol, which is what measures the levels of stress in your brain. Check this out. A research amongst many. The, the, a doctor had two patients undergoing the same surgery. One patient, patient number one, they gave him anxiety medication in preparation for the surgery. Patient number two, just put him in a room with classical music. And it turns out, obviously, the person with classical music at the end of the surgery had lower levels of stress, lower levels of cortisol than the person with anxiety medication. Again, just an example of how music is a priceless gift. Music is a priceless gift God has given to us. I remember for us in giving birth to our three kids in labor, and again, I was just there. I didn't do much. My wife did most of the work and the labor. Um, but I remember that them telling us, the nurses, hey, you guys can bring music. You can set the room how you want. And we did. That was my role. Daddy, role number one. I was DJ. I was DJ in the room. I had a Bluetooth speaker. I had to make sure. Man, but we had long labors. We had 48-hour, 24-hour, 8-hour. We had crazy. But that music, man, came into play. It filled that room. Able to minister to us, minister to the nurses, and that whole hospital. Music is a priceless, priceless gift. So my question to you is, how are we leveraging music? Could it be that we are overlooking this mighty, this powerful tool that God has given us? Could it be? So as you think about that, we're going to go back to our song here. We laid the foundation with the drums. Now to one of my favorite instruments here, the bass guitar. Now, I love the bass guitar. There are many types of bass guitars, upright basses, electric basses. But this is going to give us the harmonic foundation. This is going to set the tone and the tune of where the music is going to go. And I love the bass because you can feel it. It's powerful. So let's, uh, let's keep clapping along and let's go to the bass.
You guys are a great audience, see? Is it, you want royalties on the song later, right? Is that why? Everybody's participating. Like, yeah, I want my cut. I want my cut. Write this down in your notes. See, I love the bass because you can feel it, right? When that bass kicks in and it's, it's kind of low wind, it's, it's, it's powerful. And the same thing with music. Music is a powerful force. Music is a powerful force. And write this down. How many, how many maybe have forgotten? And I'll explain to you how it's a powerful force, specifically when it comes to retention. How many have forgotten maybe some of the things you've learned in high school or in middle school, some of your algebra forms, some of your history or geography, right? I'm sure we've forgotten a lot of this stuff. But there are certain things that just stick with us, all because of the power of music. One of the videos I showed earlier, actually, the Brazilian boy's Yankee Doodle, that was my solo. Till this day, I remember that Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Stuck a feather in his head and called it. Why macaroni? Have you ever asked that question? I mean, seriously. I mean, you can look into it later. It's a European fashion term or of some kind. But listen, that, that's a state anthem of Connecticut today. It's a history lesson from the 1700s. And it's a little tune. It's a little song that till this day I remember. If you grew up in Sunday school like I did, we all remember how many sons Father Abraham, right, had. Because Father Abraham had many sons. And many sons had fun. Uh, look at all the Sunday school people. I love it. I love it. Some of you who don't know what that is, that was school on Sunday for church, this and that. Anyway, so we do them at homes today. Man, advertising industries and the marketing industry, they know this. And I know you know this because you remember. 1-800-STEAMERS, Stanley Steamer, you're certified cleaner. Right? I mean, we don't have mom's phone number memorized. But if we have a carpet problem, we're good. We know who to call. Or give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that. Nice. Today's message brought to you by Kit Kat bars, all right? So pick it up. Just kidding, just kidding. But if you want to send some, you know, where to, you know our address. So, man, how is it that my three-year-old, my three-year-old who can't count to 26, yet he can put 26 letters in sequential order because of A, B, C, D, E, F, because of music. And music is such a powerful force. Why is that? Because it stimulates retention. It helps us retain. It helps us absorb information. Music is a powerful force. And I ask again, how are we using it? Are we leaving it on the table? Are we overlooking this powerful tool and helping us reach our God potential? And what I mean by that is helping us grow in a relationship with God. And it's a simple answer. So how can we, okay, Ernest, tell me. I get that. You made your point. I get that. The science. I remember the jingles. You're probably singing some jingles to yourself right now. Come back here. So how, how do we leverage this? Well, the answer is simple and obvious. No, number one is this. Let's listen to songs that teach us about who God is. Write this down. Music can remind us of who God is. If we're going to help it let us retain and absorb, let's listen to the right things. And it starts with me, songs about who God is. We sang one today, one of my favorites, straight out of scripture. It says that our God is greater and our God is stronger. Right, God, you are higher than any other. He's healer. He's awesome in power. That's our God. And I love the anthem. I saw some of you singing out loud earlier. If our God is for us, then who can be against us? And if our God is with us, what could stand against? First off, these are songs straight out of Scripture. If you have problems with memorization, how about singing them? You got this. You know two Scriptures just by knowing the chorus of the song. Come with me to Psalm 135, verse 5. It says, I know the greatness of the Lord, that our Lord is greater than any other God. 
In Romans 8.31, what shall we say about these wonderful things? If our God is for us, who could ever be against us? Songs about who God is, directly out of his word. And so important because if, and not if, when we're faced with the struggle, when we're faced with anxiety or worries, how soothing it is to know who our God is, that our God is greater than any battle, that our God is for us, he's not against us. Let's be reminded, let's leverage music to remind us of who God is. But not just that, point number two, let's let music remind us of what God has done. And feel that, in because music can remind us of what God has done. One of my favorite songs as well, and this one is, I love it because you get the Christmas story and the Easter story all embedded into this one song. It's in your outline as well. It says, this is amazing grace. This is amazing failing love. That you would take my place, that you would bear my cross. And you lay down your life that I would be set free. Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me. Man, a simple chorus that can remind us of the good news of the gospel of Jesus. Introduce people for the first time to that good news. That he came on earth for you and for me. He laid down his life to set us free. Leverage music. Leverage music to remind you of who God is, of what God's done, and finally, a powerful tool to help us know who God says we are. It's so important. Music can teach us about who God says we are. And unfortunately, it's, it's so easy to fall into negativity. For some of you, this may be your, your workspace for some of you, just you're, you're online too much. You're com the comparison game online and Facebook and Instagram, and, and you can fall into a negative trap. Why it's so important to be reminded of who God says you are, that you're a masterpiece, that you're created, formed in the womb, wonderfully made, that you are His. He is yours. Songs that we sang about today, and we sing it, we chant it, we repeat it. I know who I am. I know who I am. Who am I? I'm yours. And you are mine. Or the song Oceans. A number one hit. Everybody loves Oceans. Let it, let it remind you here. When oceans rise, when the world, my soul will what? Will rest in your embrace. Why? Because I am yours and you are mine. Again, this is just a sample of songs we sang today. That teach us of who God is, of what God has done, and who God says you are. And music will help you retain that. So latch on to that. Latch on to those songs. So we know that music is a priceless gift. We know that it's a powerful force. And our next main point here, music motivates action. Music motivates action. For those of you who work out, maybe you're at the box or at Orange Theory, you know that the music's pumping. Right? You know that the beats have to be locked in loud because you're going to pump heavier. You're going to run faster. And music does that. For some of you, it, whatever kind of music from Bach to rock, right, you know, you know your tune. But it motivates action. For athletes, the athletes here at our congregation who attend, those that are our campuses, you know the pregame, that pregame playlist is so important. Right before the game. That's why you got the beats on. You're, you're in the zone. And music is motivating. It's getting you there. It's what we learned in high school and middle school as well about the servicemen and women that would step out into battle at the sound of the drum or at the sound of the horn, at the brass, just marching everyone into in unity, ready to take on the enemy to battle. Music motivates action. And, and 
If we're honest, the truth is that every day for us is a battlefield. Different battles. For some of you, it may be dirty diapers or just getting to work on time. For some, it may be relationships. It may be your health. Every day is a battle. So I ask again, why not? Why not be intentional with music and how it can inspire, how it can motivate this powerful force, this priceless gift to inspire us to step into the battle, to be all God created us to be, to be the husbands and wives God wants us to be, to be the businessmen and women, to be the students. Are we using music or are we overlooking this priceless, priceless gift? What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Somebody with me? You guys still following me so far? We good? All right. I'll be, I'll be done soon. If you, if you respond and we engage, it'll be a lot quicker. Amen? Oh, I like that. Some of you are like rushing me. Relax, relax. Music inspires emotion. That's our next point. Write this down. Music inspires emotion. Now, have you ever watched the movie towards the end? I mean, you blame it on the, on the allergy, right? And you're just getting a little teary-eyed and you're just... But you know the song. You know that, that moment got to you, right? Your t- Toy Story 3, anybody? Toy Story 3, right? Good. I thought I was the only one. Man, I lose it. Andy gets back those toys. I'm like, no. It's, 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 I'm serious. This is a dad problem. Dad problem. But, man, watch that movie without music. It's a whole different, it's a whole different scene. As a matter of fact, I brought, I brought one of my boys' favorite book here today I wanted to share with you. It's actually um, Finding Nemo. I'm sure you know the story. But read a little. We do this a lot at home at night. Before going to bed, read a little portion of the story. It says, Nemo was taken away in the boat. Marlin tried to save his son. But the boat sped away so fast it soon disappeared and Nemo was gone. But Marlin would not give up. The only thing on his mind now was finding Nemo. It's a great story. But the moment you cue the soundtrack to that story, it changes everything. All of a sudden we're in the ocean, aren't we? We're underwater. Nemo was taken away in a boat. See, I even read it a little different, right? Marlon tried to save his son, but the boat, it sped away so fast that it disappeared. Nemo was gone. But Marlon would not give up. The only thing on his mind was finding Nemo, right? Right? I mean, come on, it gets you, doesn't it? Come on. It's a song. It gets you. Our boys love that, by the way. You should try, you should try that. Put the soundtrack on Spotify and, sing, and read along. Music has that power. It can change the room. It can change the feeling. It can change the vibe. How are we leveraging it to reach our God potential? Listen, and every good relationship has emotion. You may be saying, no, that's not me, man. I don't do or lady in the house. No, I'm just more kind of like it is. Listen, every good relationship has emotion. Good, bad, ugly. And it's, it's, it's not just about knowing about God. It's about us knowing God and bringing that emotion into it and expressing it and leverage music to express your gratitude, to express your frustration sometimes. God, why? Help me understand. To express your love for him. Leverage that emotion, that emotion that he's put inside you. And here's an idea. You know, Romans tells us to be in view of God's mercy. And sometimes that's hard in the the fast-paced, distracting Instagram world we live in. But to be, here's an idea for you. Why not start your mornings? Man, put on your headphones or get in your car, pull up the windows and play a song. Get a song playing that puts you in view. Close your eyes and be in view of God's mercy, of his love. Picture him creating this earth, creating you on the cross for you, giving his life. Let music help inspire that emotion and declare. Declare your love. Declare your questions. Pray. Simple application, like I said. Very simple. 
but can have a significant implication in our lives. So how are we leveraging music? Could it be that we're overlooking this? So as you think about that, let's wrap up our song. We've got the drums. We've got the foundation, rhythmic foundation. We laid the harmonic foundation with the bass. Now it's time for the melody. So I've got a guitar here, and melodic instruments have unique voices, unique textures. They can be a keyboard as well. It can be a brass instrument. Today we'll use a guitar. And it's important that the guitar responds to the drum and responds to the bass, to be in perfect harmony, to be in tune, and to respond to exactly what the drum dictates and what the bass dictates. So let's go. Feel free to clap along again as we lay down the melody. Here we go. So that's our melody. That's our melody. I'm a little rusty, by the way, so thank you for your patience there. But it won't hurt our hit song today. But listen, the melody is a response to what drums and what the bass are doing. It has to listen. has to be in order. has to be in rhythm. And has to listen to what key, to what the bass plays so that it can make good music. So it can respond. And in the same way, and this is why it's important for our next point here. The same way the guitar listened and responded, we do the same. When we listen to who God is, to what he's done, to who he says we are. We have that same response, and it's called praise. Everybody say praise. praise. When we respond to who God is in our lives, who he says we are, what he's done, it's called praise. Turn, to me, turn with me to Psalm 147. Just a reminder to us about this instruction about praising. And I'm going to break this down a little bit more for you because it's important, and it's how we're going to end our time today. Psalm 147 says, praise the Lord. How good it is to what? To, to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. Now notice the verse doesn't say how pleasant it is to just listen or to just watch other people sing. No, it says how good it is to sing praises. Emphasis on sing here. Now you may, you may say, listen, H, I don't, I, don't, I don't do the singing thing, man. It's good for you guys. It's awesome the guys on stage do. But I challenge that because I've seen some of you at karaoke nights, all right? And I know how you guys can, right? The last time you went to the Mark Anthony concert, you were jamming, right? In the shower, in the car, or maybe you're going for that run. We can all sing. Now, some will sing better than others, for sure. We don't all need to be on stage singing. But you can sing. It is in you. And you know what? I'm going to challenge even the fact, maybe you're visiting here for the first time and you're just checking this church and this God thing out. Grandma's been talking about it, so you showed up today. Let me challenge this. Not only are you a singer, you're actually a worshiper too. Did you know that? You're a worshiper too. Like, what? Like, well, come on, man. Now you're pushing it, dude. I just, don't make me walk out, okay? You had free Starbucks. Don't make me. Listen, you are. You're a worshiper. And let, me, let, me, let me explain how. For some years, we had a great worship leader in town here in South Florida. Fantastic worship leader by the name of LeBron James. Anybody know LeBron James? No, no tomatoes and no booze, please, okay? Let's be nice to Fantastic worship leader. Some of you guys were going to the games religiously. You were putting on the shirt. I mean, you had several shirts. You were singing the song. Doom, 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 doom. I mean, right? You learned it. You were doing this or whatever that is he does. You, you were, I mean, you were, you, were, you were on point. He was leading, and we were following. Great worship. 
Wrong object, right? Great worship. We're capable. We know we can do it. Wrong object. And, and the reason I bring this up, and by the way, nothing wrong with basketball. I'm a fan. I love it. Watch the finals tonight. Go Warriors. Amen? Yeah? <laughs> uh, sorry, a little jab. Sorry. Um, so nothing wrong with that. However, I make that point because every weekend, every weekend on this stage and at the stage of all of our campuses, our worship leaders, our singers, the team, the band, they prepare all week long to, to, to help you, whether it's for 20 minutes only, for 20 minutes of your week. For those of you who are late, maybe 10 minutes, right? For those in the Bahamas who are really late, maybe five minutes of your time, that's about, we're working on that. But to steer, to help steer your voice, your praise, your song to the place where it truly matters, to the place that it can satisfy that it can glorify God. 20 minutes out of your week. 20 minutes. Have you thought about that? It's not the opening act. It's not, let me see what the opening act is today before Pastor Troy comes out. It's not the opening act. To help position you in view of God's mercy. Singing about songs about God, who he is, songs of what he's done, being reminded of. So your heart's ready to receive from his word. That's what that is. We're capable. Are we being intentional? Are we thinking about that? Are we leveraging music to help us reach our God potential, to grow in a relationship with God? See, Psalm 147 is for all of us. Sing praises to our God. It's pleasant. And hopefully you're seeing the benefits of worship, of praise, of music in our lives today. And here's a practical application. Maybe for you, simple start just like this. Maybe you need to take some songs. Maybe you need to readjust your playlist a little bit. Maybe you need to change your your station, your radio station. And for some of you, this is new, so I get that. We're making stuff available. I know in the back of your outline, and we'll put the slide up, we're making the songs available at Potential Worship for you. The playlist of everything we sang here today, our original songs, is available for you to download, for you to change your playlist. As a matter of fact, our stores, we've put some CDs out there for you to pick up. This is one by one of our worship leaders here, Sam Torres, actually. He's got an album, worship album. Love for, who wants this copy, by the way? Anybody want this copy? Right here? Awesome. Paste it up front. Careful there. Awesome. But we want to resource you to be leveraging music. And here's a practical application. One is for some of you as simple as this. Change your playlist. Set your playlist up. And number two is listen to what the songs are saying. Listen to the words. Have you ever thought of what you're listening to? I mean, you may like the beat and it may be, but what is it saying? What is it filling your mind? What is it filling your heart with? So listen, listen, and, and then be bold. Step number three is Actually sing along. Sing along. Like I said, it doesn't have to be on a mic, on a stage. Go for the run and sing in the woods or do go in the shower. But sing along. There is power in praise. And praise can activate your faith. And hear this out. You can flip your outline and fill this blank here. Because this is important. When we enter his presence with praise, God will enter your circumstance with power. And this is important. When you enter his presence with praise, he will enter your circumstance with power. It's important because some of you, that's exactly what's missing here today. You stepped in here today with a health problem, with a relationship problem. Maybe it's financial. I, I don't know. But I know you stepped in here without this song to sing and trying to figure out, God, I, I need something. And I'm telling you today, step into it with praise. You may not understand it all. You may not want to see it all right now. But God's saying step into it with praise. Trust him. And see that he won't step into your circumstance with power. That's who God is. And that's what he can do for you. And you may be standing here still saying, listen, you, you don't, 
hey, this is cool and all, man. I'll go get a CD at the store later, whatever. But my situation, man, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's, uh, I don't think a song is going to cut it. I don't think a song is going to cut it. And I want, I want to wrap our time with the story of two guys in the Bible called Paul and Silas. And if you turn in your outline, the book of Acts, if you have your Bible, the New Testament, the book of Acts, Paul and Silas were two great guys, two good dudes going around town, doing a good thing, doing their work. They were actually spreading the message of Jesus around town. They were, they were doing awesome. Until one day, wrongfully, unjustly, they got locked up. They got taken. The popo came out, said, yo, you're coming with us. Boom, locked them up. That's it. Game over for Paul and Silas. Now, my response would have been, right, if I'm in jail, I would have pictured, it's like, come on, are you kidding me, God? What, are you serious? Come on. I'm, I would have been sitting in the corner. My song would have been, oh, by myself. I mean, just weeping and like, yet, what we discover here next, chapter 16 is the exact opposite. That they praise their way in their misfortune, they leverage music, praise their way out of prison. So read with me here. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. The other prisoners were listening to them. I guess they had no choice, right? So, and they're listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Whew. Come on. They praised their way out of prison. And for some of us today, listen, you may feel like you're locked up, like you're trapped, like you're in prison. And you're sitting here saying, I, 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 that's, that's cool. I guess it happened a long time ago. I'm here to tell you today that there is a song for you. There's power in praise. And you can leverage music to get you out of this trap, to get you out of this prison. Whatever it may be, you know it. God brought you here today to hear that. You say, yeah, I don't have that song, though. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Paul Silas. That's, they knew Jesus. Let's talk about that. Because you have to ask, why, how, what, what reason did they have to sing? Did they know the jailer? They had access to the key? No, no, listen. Paul and Silas knew about the good news of Jesus. They knew about the gospel. That's what we sang about earlier. And it's what gave them reason to sing and to break their way out of jail. Say, wait, wait, what is that? What's the gospel? Well, I'm glad you asked. See, it's a churchy term, gospel. It's also a music genre, gospel music, fantastic. Go buy whatever is available. But the gospel, the good news is simple. See, the, we tend to push away from God. That's just who we are, all of us here. God, you know, I'm going to do it my way. Nah, thank you, God, but no. Uh, just no, God. That's what, you know, that's who we are. It's, it's, it's our nature. It's actually our sinful nature. Yep, it's the S word. Oh, he said sin. And we, we all are. And sin, all it means is this, to break it down for you. Pastor Troy explains it all the time, and I love it. It's an archery term. It's about missing the mark. It's about missing the bullseye. That's what sin is. We missed it. We tried. We tried our way. We missed it. We fell short, all of us. But the good news, the beauty is that, it's what we find in John 3, 16, that because God so loved the world, he loved you and me, he gave his one and only son. He said, this is the Christmas story again. This is baby Jesus, if you remember that. So that... Whoever believes would have everlasting, would have eternal life. Man, that's good news. That's reason to celebrate that no matter what prison, no matter how locked up you feel, there is hope in eternity. There is hope that you are going to be with your heavenly father, that there is a way out. It's not the end of the world. And it's, it's important because 
Without the gospel, there's, there, there is nothing to celebrate. There's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to dream about even breaking you out of your prison, of your trap. If you're at a memorial, at a funeral, without the gospel, it's a sad, it's a sad event. But with the gospel, we're brought into perspective of who God is, that there is an eternal loving father who wants to be with you and who's provided a way out of our sin through Christ. So I tell you today, it's simple. Like I said, it's a simple application. The beauty is that this song is available for you today. For some of you, I get it, H. Thanks for the reminder. I got my song. I need to walk out of here singing, declaring that victory, singing along. For some of you today, I don't, I don't have that song. The song's available to you today. This good news is made available for all of us. Not because of what we can do, but because of what he's already done on the cross for you and for me. And I'm going to invite you. I'm going to offer an opportunity to pray, to trust, to believe, and to bring that song into your life and let that song activate your faith. Let that song bring God into your circumstance. Can I invite you to bow your heads? With all heads bowed, all eyes closed, this moment between you and God and all of our campuses as well. And if you believe, if you trust, if you say, I got this song, I, I man, I know God, I know Jesus, I've trusted him. Be in prayer for those praying this right now. But if you're here saying, Pastor, I'm out of tune, I'm out of rhythm, I'm out of sync, I, I need a song. My song is completely different. I'm here in the corner weeping and singing to my sad song. I need a song. I need this summer to be a summer of more than just a vacation, but a new song in my life. I need it to kickstart. Here's the good news and offered for you. So pray this prayer with me in your heart. Say, God, thank you. Thank you for sending your son. And I believe that you died for my sin. I believe you rose again. And I ask you to come into my life and I commit to you, Lord. Help me get in tune. Help me get in rhythm. Help me sing my song of praise and be in a relationship with you, Lord. And all heads still bowed. If you if you're are in a relationship with God here, and maybe you're just feeling, you know what, I've, I've just misstepped. I've been out of rhythm. I've been out of sync. I've gotten out of tune a little bit. Let me just remind you that you are saved by grace. That God loves you. He's madly in love with you. And there's nothing you can do to undo that. It's the power of the cross. It's the power of salvation. So just pray this. Say, God, thank you. Thank you for who you are, for what you've done. Help me get back in rhythm. Help me get back in sync with you, Lord. And thank you for the gift of music in my life. May I use it to praise you and to re be reminded of your great love. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all God's people said, amen. Give God a hand. Thank you so much, guys, for, um, for hearing me out as we wrap up today. And listen, for those of you, and we'll wrap up here. For, if, if you pray this for the first time today, this is news to you, and we celebrate you. We want to party with you. There's a, there's a card in your seat back. You can fill it out. Once we dismiss, let us know. We've got a Bible for you. If you need a CD, some, we, we want a resource. We want to partner with you to reach your God potential. And, and here's one thing I love. But baptism, for those of you who don't know, baptism, why we baptize every service, every campus, that's like your first solo concert. 
You know that? That's like the first platform. You know what? I want to tell the world what just happened. I'm going to, and, and this one you don't actually don't have to sing, but you get in the water and you tell the world that we've got everything you need for that. If you made that decision today, you need to get baptized, or you've been putting it off, it's time for your solo performance. We're going to be cheering you on. You're going to get a standing ovation as you tell the world. Do it right now. We got shirts. We got the shorts. We got everything you need for that. Celebrate with the world what God's done. Sound good? Thank you guys for hearing me out. And by the way, listen, give yourselves a hand for being recording artists. Let's take a listen. Not bad. You guys did great. We love you guys. This summer is going to be awesome. Pastor Troy is going to be back in the house. You're not going to want to miss it. Father's Day is going to be a blast. We love you. Have a great week, and we'll see you out there. God bless.